All right, everybody, thank you for jumping on with us for our Jumpstart podcast. I got my man, Kobe Lamon, who's just completely crushing it, is, you know, protecting north of 35 families a month and, you know, going to have a banner year for his first year in the business with us. I'm excited to bring you on, man. Kobe, we have a lot of people that are trying to learn how to get more repetitive at sales, get more repetitive protecting families and do more for their families. Um, Number one, I appreciate you jumping on with me. Um, how's it going for you today? It's going great, brother. Thanks for having me. Uh, super excited to to pour in as much as I possibly can, you know, help as many agents as possible. I love it, brother. Well, thank you. Uh, but yeah, man, we 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 we're constantly trying to build, you know, belief in people that, you know, this is something that they can do if they choose to work hard for their families. Um, can you give us a little bit about your background, where you're coming from? How you found family first life? Yeah, of course. So, um, child—I don't like to talk like a, too much about the childhood. Everybody you know, beats up the childhood, but uh, kind of a crazy childhood. wasn't uh, the you know the most organized household. A lot of ups and downs, um, you know, broken hearts and stuff like that throughout the years. But um, Definitely, you know, grew up fast. My first, I didn't go to college. I uh, went straight to corporate America out of high school. Um, worked for four years all the way till I was 22. Uh, went from, like, basically kind of being homeless, sleeping on my girlfriend's couch, you know, just working to, like, buying a house a year later. Um, wow. And wow. it actually kind of got introduced to, like, it's funny because I met Terry, um which is another age I met Terry through the business because he actually came out and sold me mortgage protection. Um, and that was like the first time I had ever knew about the industry. Um, but about a year after that, I had tore my ACL and I was out of my corporate job uh, for about three months and uh, was like getting my surgery and stuff. So while I was out um, of work, I was just looking at others at some other entrepreneurial um, like pathways because I had I had owned a couple side businesses um, while I was working at my corporate bed and I just never uh, applied them like I needed to like truly treated it like a a business uh, so they never panned out fully Um, but once I got my surgery and got my license uh, with the state I I, uh, decided to take a week off of work like right when I got healthy I had to go back to work, so I took a week <laughs> off for vacation, <laughs> and then uh, ran a week in the field and ended up helping like three and a half families my first week and uh, quit that next week. So, <laughs> wow, it was nonstop from that point. So, so how did you get interested? Like, what what convinced you that this might be a good path for success? So, I actually saw a video. Um, that was showing the CRM. It was it was showing how like we acquired leads uh, in the path to like the warm like people requested the lead right like they requested the information and I, I saw a video that was explaining the CRM and how there was like hot zones and I live pretty close to Atlanta like right outside of Atlanta so Atlanta was lit up red. I was like, man, I'm, you know, if they're telling you where everybody is and where everybody wants it, they're telling you where the customers are. You just got to go to them. I can do that. So I, I saw the video. And I, was like, oh, you know, I can do that. 
Yeah. I love it, man. So, all right, so you, you saw that. That made sense. And then you got your license. First week mm-hmm. out in the field, you helped four families, and you you realize, like, hey, this is like, this is what I need to do. Quit your yep. job. What happens then, from there as far as, you know, <laughs> your mindset on, you know, appointments, appointment counts, sets, all that? Yeah, so I, I can tell you if it wasn't for uh, the connections I've made in this business, I definitely wouldn't be here right now because I, I might have bit off more than I could chew at the beginning. <laughs> um, I helped those families. And I guess the culture shock of being, or, or from changing from you know corporate to to now being fully self-employed, you have to keep yourself you know a hundred percent accountable. It was easy to get distracted doing busy activities, things that made you, made you feel productive, but you weren't actually being that productive. Um, so I had you know I definitely still working on you know tweaking all of my actions you know like tweaking my actions to create turn them into habits so that it you know it develops my character and you know hopefully i'll walk into my destiny with that but yeah man i I love it i love it okay so you're going to finish the year north of 300 families help how did you start to realize how did you start to realize the rhythm to this and what it would take for you to kind of start achieving a number like that. 100%. So, I mean, it's definitely, once I got better at the phones, it made everything so much easier. Um, now I'm, pre- like, very confident on the phones in terms of booking the appointments. So, I'll, like, I've, as long as I have my lead flow automated and I know that I have leads coming in, I don't stress or worry about production. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> the leads. If I if I pay the lead bill, I know I'm gonna get a paycheck eventually. So <laughs> that's huge. We have so many people though, um, Colby, that don't think that. <laughs> you know, they think the lead bill is gonna be the death of them. Um, yeah. So you say it so easily. Can you help transfer some of that confidence um, with a little more uh, definition for our audience? Yeah, of course. So, uh, a lot of people use the analogy like shots on goal. Um, you know, to take a hundred shots at the basket, you're, you're bound to make one. That's that's a hundred percent like accurate in terms of you know you have to you have to just get yourself in the in the way of it. Like you have to get yourself in the way of the cash flow in order to get some. You know, <laughs> so it, uh, in order to I heard somebody say once, money don't grow on trees, it grows in other people's pockets. In order to get in front of those people, you have to know a little bit about them. You have to at, at least know their phone number and their name, you know. So, yeah, in order for them to in order for them to trust you enough um to to sit down with you and explain to them to you their situation, you have to have a little bit of information about them so that you can come to them as a sense of a professional. So the lead is your access to your paycheck. Like you, you're not going to get paid if you don't have leads because it's extremely hard <laughs> to find clients who want the coverage, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, it, the leads are, you know, the business. If you don't have leads, it's going to be a tough, tough go for you. 
and so much more simpler with leads. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel like you're at a point right now where you can predict your income each month within a, within a, within a few um, notches? Yeah, I can pretty much guarantee 30 to 40 for sure. That's crazy. Now, the reason that's crazy is because there, you're not alone <laughs> yeah. in your ability to predict kind of where you're going to be at monthly. Um, so, all right, you had to get here, though. So talk to us a little bit about your mindset towards activity, and are you mainly in-home or on telesales? In-home, primarily. I've done a little bit of telesales, you know, from the car and stuff, but uh, it's primarily in-home. Uh, I do run more so local leads, like the farthest from my home. Usually my leads are, you know, a maximum of an hour and a half, an hour and 45, and I kind of stay within like a hour radius of that. So I try to have, you know, eight to ten book, eight to ten appointments while I'm in the field, you know, seven to ten appointments while I'm in the field um, on the Mondays and 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 Tuesday, or the Tuesdays and Wednesdays and then um, Thursdays and or Fridays and Saturdays. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, seven to ten appointments in, uh, each day in the field in terms of activity. Um, if you do that, you know, you can write seven to twelve k a week, and by the end of the month, you're around thirty to forty. Uh, but in terms of like how I got to this point mentally, it just had to, you know, consistently doing, consistently doing what what I've been told. Now, obviously, <laughs> obviously, like I haven't done everything a hundred percent because I I feel I should have hit all the same. I feel like I I should be so much further. I feel like once I truly, you know, unlock my 100% potential, like I'm I'm gonna blow a lot of people out of the water. <laughs> but you know, with with right now, the main thing that that has that I've started like changing uh, is in terms of helping other people build the business. Now that I've started, you know, bringing other people on. It's not only made me look at my own production um, and forced me to make sure that I'm writing at a top producer level so that they can have, you know, that um, that confidence in me and the person that they're learning from, but also, um, you know, be able to fund the business and pay my, pay my overhead, you know. That's the truth. Now, what, what's the difference between life before Family First Life and life after for you? So, um, I mean, obviously, financially, is it's it's a huge difference. Uh, you know, I don't have to stress about paying the grocery bill. You know, um, <laughs> but also just the amount of not only res- so you one you figure out the people in your life who who truly are there for you and truly want you to succeed and truly want to see you be great. Um, because once you start doing better than everybody around you, then you really start seeing what, how they really feel about you. Um, so I, I, before Family First Life, I'd say I, I hung out with a lot more friends. <laughs> I had a lot, my, my circle was a little bigger in terms of like people who to just hang out with on the weekends. But um, it's not really doing much of that anymore. It's it's more so driven, purpose driven. 
uh, we've got a, a mission in mind, and it's more uh, my time is is designated much more intentionally, and you know I feel like I'm achieving something now more so than at a corporate job where I could kind of just hide and make money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you like the action. Yes, I, I, I love being the. I I like being the problem solver. I like being the person who people go to and and say like help me, help me figure this out, help me you know get through this because like in my so I've dealt with physical and mental abuse from like two years old all the way up mm. and like my I feel like I have a, a strong ability to like a relentlessness and a and a ability to kind of disassociate with the issues and just keep pushing through until you find the solution. And that's what I want to help provide to people. Wow. That's strong, bro. Uh, that's huge. Thank you for sharing. Um, when I, okay. When I think about that, and I think about what you're saying, and that fortitude, that thick skin to, to push through, become a problem solver. Uh, people who solve problems make the most money, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, that's probably why. You, how old are you, Colby? I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> just turned wow. 23 in June. Yeah. You um have you know you 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 just you just stepped in gold. The 20 year old. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you building a team right now? That yeah, that's what we're that's what we're working on. It's just getting rolling. I I I started building like early on, uh, like I brought on some some of the warm market. It just didn't, you know. I I failed in devoting enough time to them, and you know, obviously it's hard work to do this business, but um, I've got some some really promising people that I'm working with right now, and I'm super excited for the next few months. I'm trying my best to to logo by convention, but we'll see. I can see it happening. No problem. Good deal. Um, take us um, in, into Run Day. You're running a field. Take us into your mindset on Run Day. You know, your let's say your stack. What's a stack day for you appointment count-wise? A stack day is, is really like a good eight in-home and a couple over the phone. Okay. Uh, so let's walk, let's walk through the mindset of a day like that. And then we'll get, we can get into some your your in home structure. Yeah. So first, first you gotta. I'm I'm big about like the morning ritual, your morning your morning habits. So first you gotta you know dial in, physically, mentally, spiritually. You know gratitude, showing gratitude in the morning, and then dialing in, dialing in physically, being a good steward of your of your body and your, you know what you've been given. Once you get like once I get past you know my morning workout and everything, it's at that point it's knowing. <laughs> I don't like to say to 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 like sound cocky or anything, but I I, like, I tell my girlfriend I'm going to pick up some checks, you know. <laughs> That's good. Good mindset. <laughs> to pick up some checks, you know, because like mm-hmm. I mean, to me, the coverage is so needed. Like it makes so much sense that it's weird if they say no. Like it. it, it if they if they tell you that they need to think about it or something like it's it's weird and it's it's extremely annoying. It's the most annoying thing in the business if they tell you they got to think about it. But um, 
that like my mindset going into that day is just you know go give the people what they ask for, go serve mm-hmm. them with what they need, or enlighten them to something that they've never heard about or known of, and then help them acquire it if they choose to put it in place. You know, so my job is just to simply you know help people. Like that's that's all it is. It's literally serving the people. That's why I love like the the group. I serve the people is all we do, and that's exactly like what that's the mindset. It's just to help the people, and you helping them will come back to you. It's just once you have the leads, they ask for it. You know, you just give it to them. That's crazy. Makes sense. Take us in the home with you. What are some things you're doing to set structure and help people make good decisions to protect their family? Okay, yeah, of course. So, you know, first thing is when you – they got to know who you are, why you're there, you know, what you're there to do. And that's that's what you have to break down immediately. Um, I make sure I educate them on, like, the types of coverages that, you know, the bank forces you to get whenever you buy a home, like the PMI or the NPI. You don't put 20% down and then the structural protection. Um, when you When you – let them know that, like, you know, the bank forces this because it protects them. Uh, you don't technically own your house, right? The, you and the bank are in an agreement. You're allowed to live there, but you don't technically own your house, right? So the the PMI, the MPI, and the structural protection, they're protecting the bank. And then the, the this coverage, the mortgage protection, protects you specifically. So if you, God forbid, are unable to perform your duties, go to work, make the income that you make, provide for the family, we make sure that we're replacing your income, paying off the house, or taking care of any you know bills and assets that need to be taken care of. So once once you lay out like why you're there and and who you are, what you're there to do, and just come from a genuine place of you know of service, like you're trying to truly help them. Look them in the eye. You know, I I used to be bad about not looking them in the eye for some reason. Like when I first started. Because um, I was just kind of, I guess, intimidated. But you know, look them in the eye, try to build right. a relationship, a connection, and 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 they once they understand who you are and why you're there, then you know they're all ears. And if it makes sense to them, you know they're happy to happy to see if they can get it. So you like that form of connection? Yeah, a hundred percent. I I I love being home. I'm, glad. I'm very, very happy with where I live. <laughs> <laughs> where you live? Where you from? Northeast Atlanta, like Flowery Branch, Buford area. Okay, nice. Great area. Um, yeah. Yeah, high population. So, you know, when you're in your process of in-home, when did you get the aha moment that, hey, these people filled this out, uh, they're – trying to solve a problem. They're not sure exactly what it is, but they're not confused that they, they, there's a hole here. Right. Yeah, I mean, tr- truly it just, I mean, one, doing it, but two, the training, like, the training at FFL is, is nonstop. It's, there's nothing that you'll lack in knowledge if you go seek it, right? You know, seek the truth and you'll find it. It's it's literally out there. Um, I've <laughs> it, I've, you know, I love watching Sean. He's so blunt and straight to the point. You know, I've heard the analogy about it being on a napkin a hundred times. They filled out the lead, they request the information, just get it to him. You know, so 
that that was kind of what I was watching from the beginning, like in terms of training, and it's what I tried to mold my mindset around. No doubt. So, if a new age is listening to this, what is what is one piece of advice that you think is a must-have that they that they take away from this? A piece of advice is you're literally one sale away from making not only your initial purchase back, but a and then some, and then you're you know you're two sales away from doubling your initial investment. And in a matter of a week, your entire like a one ten k week will take away all uh, ninety five ninety nine percent of your issues. <laughs> I have been been at a point where I had to use my mortgage payment to buy leads. And I I used my mortgage payment and bought the leads, and that next month had an excess of 15,000 in the bank. The leads leads are leads for a reason. Like they're filled out, they're sent back in for a reason. People need – their income replaced if they get hurt or disabled. And they need their beneficiaries to receive enough money to pay for all their bills if they pass away. Mm. They need that, you know. And whenever you just go explain that to them from a genuine place, a lot of people understand it. And it's just, you know, it's it's pretty simple to move forward at that point. So I would just, yeah, so my, my piece of advice for anybody is, one, not to quit, just continuously keep going but to don't be afraid to use your last dollar on leads is if you're willing to work then it'll it'll happen that's huge advice man colby thank you so much for sharing it's a reason why you're killing it um i'd love to get you on some more podcasts because i think you have a lot to share and i really appreciate you pouring into that buddy absolutely i appreciate the privilege it was an honor my man, Jumpstart Podcast, Kobe Lamb and Baron Batai. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for sharing. Absolutely. Have a good one. All right. God bless. Keep listening, guys. We appreciate you. Take care.